0: I don't feel like Christians should feel shame for admitting I have this problem. You're not weak. You're human. And I think a lot of people try to make it seem like you're crazy or you're weird or, oh, that doesn't happen today. You know, that's what those are all lies that the devil wants you to believe because he doesn't want you to get better. He doesn't want you to find God.
1: Hey everybody, and welcome to the Raised and Redeemed podcast and YouTube channel. I'm your host, Michaela Nikolenko, and I started the show after finally finding my home in Christ. I grew up in a home with lots of abuse and addiction where Christianity became something that repelled me. I spent my early adulthood seeking God and other religions, tarot cards, psychedelics, and even myself. I didn't realize how much hell I had pulled up into my life until I came face to face with the dark side of the spirit world And Jesus fought hard to save me. Now I live to serve his will and host a platform where others can share their story too. If you're looking for a show that talks about real things and provides encouragement for those who have been to the dark side and back, this is the show for you. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and share this show with anyone that you feel might be encouraged by it too. Quick disclaimer, what we can agree on here is that we love Jesus and he is our Lord and Savior. I don't filter what my guests say, so there will most likely be something along the way that you don't agree with, and that's okay. I highly recommend spending time researching and praying about anything that gets said that might trouble you. With all that said, thank you so much for joining me, and welcome to the Raised and Redeemed family. What's up, you guys? Today, I have Nicole Mancini on the show, and we're talking all about deliverance. I will warn you, we do have a bit of sound technicalities in the beginning, as Nicole is a mama to three beautiful and energetic little girls, but nothing in the heavens or on the earth was stopping us from pushing forward and sharing this message with you today. Stick along to hear more about how portals get open to demons and what someone should do if they suspect they have them. Towards the end, Nicole even shares with us a self-deliverance prayer. Without further ado let's get on to the show. Okay. Good afternoon, Nicole. Thank you so much for being here today.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah. So we met on Instagram uh, where we've talked a little bit, but besides for that, I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about you. Would you mind just sharing a little
0: bit about your background, who you are, where you are, where you are? Okay. Um. My name is Nicole. I am married. I'm 27 years old and a mom of three under three. Um, Two of them being twins, so Mm -hmm. that's why it's so crazy all the time here. Mm -hmm. Uh, We grew up, me and my husband, both in Kingsburg, California, and we currently reside just a little bit outside of there on a farm. Uh, Wow,
2: awesome! On a farm,
0: so you have like the animals and everything like that. So we had animals at our old um, house, and then we're working on bringing everything here. Chickens. um, I want to expand to cows and. We have ducks here. Um wanna yep. get sheep and pigs. But yeah, farm life is <laughs> is my life, I guess. So yeah, farm
1: farm and mom life. I love it. Yep. So, so we had talked about deliverance. This is mostly what we've connected on on Instagram and you shared with me that you wanted to come on the show and help guide everybody through a mass deliverance. So mm-hmm. that's why I have you here today. I'm really excited to um get into all of that. It's something I've been learning about, honestly, over the past couple of months, I became a believer in Jesus back in 2020. And there was a lot of deliverance for me to go through as I, as you, I don't know if you've seen, but I was involved in a lot of dark stuff. So the darker the stuff, it's like the more deliverance that, you know, you're inevitably going to need. Um, And so I've just been learning a lot about it and realizing like, what's the difference between just the normal Christian life of taking up your cross and fighting your sin and needing deliverance. Like where is that fine line? So um yeah, so we're going to go into all of that like your perspectives on it. Would you mind just starting with sharing a little bit about your testimony and how you got interested in deliverance?
0: Um so I was born and raised in the church. Um I Guess you could say I had a falling out with God when I lost my grandpa my freshman year of high school. I got really angry and really wanted nothing to do with God. Um, and then I was called back. I had an incredible encounter speaking in tongues, um, being on fire for God. And then was shortly, um, after that blindsided by spiritual attacks, um, with depression where I didn't want to leave my bed. Um, this was probably Uh, like junior year of high school a few years after and I had after losing my grandfather lost my virginity at a young age because I thought I'm not finding comfort from my family who was grieving the loss of my grandpa so I'm going to find it somewhere else Mm -hmm. Um, and so that kind of took me on my downward spiral and you know uh, then as far as deliverance goes, I guess it's kind of always been in my bloodline. My great grandparents did it. And I had always been warned like only certain people can do it. You have to, you know, take a lot of precautions and you really have to know that it's your calling. And, um, I've over the last probably year since having my twins, having my first child really pushed me back towards God even more so. And, you know, just praying over them and. And then feeling like the burden to start praying for other people, and and knowing that you know there's other children or people who don't have that for them. But yeah, deliverance. I didn't want to do it, mm-hmm. and then I kept in dreams, you know, of God like deliver this person, deliver that person, and it's like I'm I'm afraid of that. You know, I've heard my grandparents' stories of you know demons screaming at them and screaming out of people and manifesting, and it just freaks me out. So. I was definitely like, this is not for me, God. I am like, I'll cry during deliverance, you know, like I don't want to do it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I just started
1: reading Exodus. Um, I'm going through the whole Bible uh, this year and just started reading Exodus yesterday morning. And it's like Moses, Moses and all of his excuses and reasons. And he's like, no, God, I don't want to do this. But God called him to lead the people to deliver them from Egypt. So yeah, I mean, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So I think the more dreams that I've had, the more secure I have felt in, you know, just doing it in real life for people and not um, from a distance, you know, like praying for my own family from a distance or not letting people know that I'm doing it. But now it's like, I guess, you know, it's time to rip the bandaid off.
1: <laughs> yeah. So does that mean like before you were just praying for them, like in your own quiet time, but now you're Calling them or showing up, talking to them tr- directly about it.
0: Yeah. So my brother, I've just straight up gone like, "You, sir, you know, like you have demons. Are you ready to acknowledge that?" Because I think the first step in deliverance is knowing that you have them and wanting and wanting to be set free. So if you can't acknowledge that, not that you can't be free, but it's going to make it a lot harder. So if I had his cooperation, it would be like, "Okay, you're you're done. We're done. Like, let's do it."
1: But. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I'm reflecting I'm reflecting a lot on that too. Um just family members that my heart just aches for because I know that they're tormented by demons and um they're not doing anything to fight it. Um uh, yeah. in fact, they're just giving in to their sin and just letting the the essentially like slavery continue.
0: I think a lot of people have a hard time realizing the difference between um sin you know in the flesh and being plagued by tormenting spirits or or Mm -hmm. you know there's there's a there's a difference but I think it takes a, a different perspective sometimes to go oh my gosh you know there was a part of me that it was flesh but then there's the other side of it where oh my gosh it was a demon and it wasn't just being tempted it was like I mean I suffered with anger so badly. And I feel like it was a generational thing, like so deep from within that I can't explain it to someone. Mm-hmm. And it's not until you, you realize that, that there's a difference between a human anger and like a, a rage, you know, from within. So yeah, there's- absolutely.
1: I like to something that you said that I want to like note on. It's like the generational gifting of being able to, to do deliverance ministry, like that's passed down, but also the generational curses and demons are also passed down uh now for us to to fight and um yeah overcome that so can you explain that a little bit cuz i think you're right and that that was a big question i had is like how do you how do you know the difference between like we're talking about just something of the flesh taking up our cross and having a demon
0: so i think if it's something that you yourself know is wrong um you don't want that thought um if it keeps i mean just it's a dominating unnatural bad negative thing that you can't shake yourself like um what would be a good example i mean i'll use one being uh, attracted to the opposite sex Mm -hmm. that's not natural god doesn't that's not the way god designed you So if you're constantly looking at another same sex person and going, I'm attracted to that, that would be something that I would say, you might have a demon. If it's something that you don't want to feel like that, um, you can't, you can't like just go, you know what? She's pretty. And that's the end of it. Um, Let's say you've broken free of drugs and alcohol, right? But you're being now controlled by, man, I miss that feeling, right? And you've thought you've shaken that, but you can't. You can't let go of the thoughts or the feelings or my old life kind of thing. If you can't shake that kind of stuff,
2: yeah. you
0: might have a demon that is still there that you thought you got rid of, but you haven't. So yeah. I think that would be one of the things. If if you truthfully don't want that thought or you can't get rid of it, it overtakes your day demon. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And then some things like we talked about, we just come on to this birth with because of maybe generational um i know yeah i know like little kids too who had that like same sex attraction even from being like a little kid so there's a difference between like the generational and then also us opening our own portals yes yeah so i was going to ask what other kind of portals are there um,
0: oh my gosh okay so there's a there's an absolute ton um and things you wouldn't think of so as far as kids from birth who would say they're attracted to um same gender um some of that can stem from i was pregnant with girls but i wanted a boy mm-hmm. right and you keep saying i want a boy i want a boy but you get a girl and then you're disappointed now that spirit of if a boy was attracted to a female right now the spirit of being attracted to females is in your child
2: mm-hmm. and they're now
0: born attracted to females so in the bible um john the baptist is filled with the holy spirit in the mother's womb And so if you can be filled with the Holy Spirit in the womb, you can be filled with evil spirits. I've had to really ask God to reveal things that are open doors that I might not think about. Um, You know, there's a lot of shows that I now don't allow for my children that I watched growing up. Scooby-Doo, you know, too many different monsters and magic and stuff like that. Mm. Um. Anything like zodiac related, um, Capricorns, that all that stuff um, opens doors to demons. Um, a lot of the stuff that you've shared, you know, are open open portals. Witchcraft, psychics, those are huge ones. Um, alcohol, drugs. So again, ways that demons enter is they normally have a legal right to be there. Um, so not obeying God opens a door to evil, and that's in Ephesians two. Um, Verse 2. So that would be an act of sin. Family doors, such as physical abuse, sexual abuse, mental abuse, um, rejection from the womb, which I kind of talked about as far as like a mom saying, I don't want to be pregnant. I'd rather have a boy or a girl, whatever it is. Um, Generational curses. um, And that, so a generational curse that I've learned about that my mom warned me because of my great grandparents was uh, participating in Halloween. And I've heard that you can be cursed for up to, I believe, it's seven generations. Wow. So it's a like it, it's a really long curse. Let's see, traumatic pregnancy or a, a birth accident. So like you know, you didn't plan to go in for a C-section; it became an emergency C-section that was traumatic for you. Traumatic pregnancy or a birth incident that would be that confusion due to a divorce.
2: Mm. Word
0: versus that parents speak over their children. So saying you're stupid or you're, you know, you're putting down because the the tongue cuts right. That's the sword.
2: Yeah. um And as
0: far as it goes for saying slayton, it also can slay other people. So when you're speaking negative things over people, they yeah. become things. You know, you're you're so angry, you're just like your father. Stuff like that. Trauma as far as car accidents, surgeries, burglaries. Um, again, sex or rape or molestation, um, occult practices, pledges, oaths, vows, ceremonies, horoscopes, fortune telling or fortune cookies, even like that to me was like, oh my gosh, you know? Oh Um, no, not the fortune cookies. (laughs) Right. Then you have um, blood oaths, hypnosis, um, handwriting analysis. So a lot of people uh, a few years ago, I think, It became really cool to like. Oh, tell me about my personality based off of the way I write. I actually read a book on it because I thought it was really cool. They were saying that you could tell if someone was a serial killer based off of their writing, and so I even I'm guilty of that one. I thought it was totally harmless. Yeah. Um, Let's see. If you write automatically, like you could be asleep in writing. Yeah. That can be a demon controlling you. Something that I thought that was totally like. There's no way frat houses and sororities, you're basically in like an under oath with them, right? Mm. That there is an open door. Not that again, these aren't things that you're guaranteed to get a demon, yeah. but they're open doors. Yeah. So it might not always occur, but it, it again allows them. Here we go. Astrology, yoga, Ouija board, levitation games, magic eight balls, um, books of magics or spells, rainbow girls. And again, the frats or sororities.
1: Can you explain that one a little bit? Cuz like I I guess I was never in one um to know 100%, but like yeah, you make an oath and mm-hmm. this can be like is it because of its idolatry?
0: Um I think because you're pledging into it, right? You have to have like somebody who brings you into it. Um I even think uh like the Freemason stuff like that. Those are you all pledge to something and I believe in the Bible. I don't know off the top of my head right now where it's found, but you're not supposed to swear on anything of the heavens or the earth. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's kind of more so, you know, on the, you know, you swear on the Bible or you swear on something. That's I think where the problem comes in. Okay. Any cursed items. So if you've received, gosh, voodoo dolls, necklaces, those little eyeball necklaces. um, The evil eye? Yeah, those. Mm -mm, Um, Yeah, I know. Red flag. (laughs) Yeah, so cursed items like that that um somebody who is either a witch like if if you had something that a friend gave you from that that timehood yeah. of your life there can be demons tied to that.
1: That's a really good point. When I was first saved and I felt the urge to throw away all my stuff, I remember like I was so convicted of my sin around this point and I just started questioning like how did I let a demon into my life? And so I started looking at everything and I was like it's everything. It's the drugs. It's the it's the books, um, the Gnostic, the psychic. It's yeah. all these books. And then I threw all this stuff away. And there was one thing I forgot. And it was a Medusa statue that I kept on my nightstand. And I still felt like an evil presence in my apartment. And then I realized this Medusa statue I had brought with me to all of these witchcraft circles. Um, yeah. So I'm sure it was filled with with demons. And I didn't even realize that, like, I had been bowing down to that until retrospect.
0: Yeah. I mean, and again, there's going to be things where you're going to go, oh my gosh, like, is this it? And I wouldn't say panic or worry about it. God will reveal it to you, right? Just pray and ask, like, go into each room and say, God, reveal to me in this room what I should not have, you know? Mm -hmm. And there's going to be things that you're like, really? That, you know, as far as like, um, for me, pictures of exes, mm. that's a soul tie, right? If you've had a bad relationship, a, a sexually imm- immoral relationship with that person, but you're going to hold on to that picture and, you know, it, it you feel something when you look at it, you know, that right there could be not just um, an item that's cursed, but a soul tie as well. Oh, um, that leads me to my next one, which is um, soul ties. And again, that comes from bad relationships, whether you were abused in those relationships, um, whether, you know, you were sleeping with them before you were married. There's all kinds of things that you'll get like a spiritual spouse from, right?
1: Yeah. Can you explain that a little bit? Because I feel like I experienced a spiritual spouse. Um, It was in like the most ungodly relationship I was in. It's the one, it's the guy I saw a demon in. Uh he was married. It was before I came to christ um and the demon that I saw in him. I felt like that demon like wanted me sexually and I. Yeah. Did, that's when I started to be curious like okay, what is this like was this demon trying to like lay
0: claim
2: to me or something
0: <laughs> so uh spiritual spouse um basically you can. In your dreams, um, be approached, right, to try to sleep with that person in your dreams. That's more of like a more relaxed one. And then the other one is if you've ever had sleep paralysis. Yeah. Chances are that is like your spiritual spouse. So like I've had it where I've been attacked in a dream, but I've I've gone no, I'm not going to have this dream, and tried to wake up, and then being like laid on top of like feeling like my mouth is covered where I can't say anything, even though I'm trying to say Jesus, 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 like to get it off of me. Um, And that actually happened um, when I first tried to do like self-deliverance on myself, like that same night of praying and praying and praying to do self-deliverance. That night I went to sleep and I had never had that before in my life, never had sleep paralysis or anything like that. Totally was like, "Who, who experiences that? Like, that's weird. And then had it where I was, I could not move. I was pinned down to the bed. It felt like it was still trying to do things to me, right? Like I didn't Yeah. I I curled up next to my husband and was like you need to start praying with me yeah. and pray over me and like this is what and he's like you need to stop and I'm like no, I feel led. I'm doing my self deliverance. Just pray for me and like don't think I'm crazy basically is wow. how I
1: I literally was talking to my husband last night. It's just crazy you said this because he hasn't saw he hasn't seen the demons like I've seen the demons. in um, a show we watch, I know it's not godly. I know we shouldn't watch this show, but we watch The Walking Dead. So there's lots of zombies and monsters. Mm-hmm. And I know this could possibly open portals or whatever, but it gets us thinking a lot about just – and one of my last guests brought it up too, um, Traylin's podcast about a prophetic dream she had about um, just – zombies all over the world and like them being like, like demons and demons just all over the world. Um, and so this was just like all my mind before we went to bed. And I like looked at him and I'm like, you would know what to do though. Right. Like you would know what to do if you did see something. And he's like, babe, you know, you're just not trying to like talk about it. Like, why do we always have to? And I'm like, no, you know that you would know how to, how to fight. Um, like, just say the name of Jesus, just start praying. And he's like, okay, okay.
0: So my husband is Catholic, and so when I did self deliverance the first time, I really did feel like a relief and when he prayed with me and I think a lot of that is coming into agreement because when two or more are in agreement right that strengthens what you're asking for yeah. um, but then a little bit after that, I still was having um again severe anger like I feel like that one is the deepest down or you know in the basement of the house if you will you know because they talk about your soul as a house but um, that one was really hard for me to, to get rid of. And I, I looked at my husband and I said, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I need you to do deliverance on me. I need you to get this last one out. And I remember laying at the foot of our bed and looking at him crying over me and in my human thoughts going, thank God for my husband. But then the manifestation of demons, I'm looking at him and laughing, like you can't do anything, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that was, it creeps me out. You know, I think a lot of people don't want self deliverance or to do deliverance because they're like, Oh my God, I'm going to find all these demons in me. And it's a, it's a fear and it's a grossness, but it's something that you shouldn't have. And I think a tactic of the devil is to keep you afraid of seeing what you have shining a light there.
1: If you're in a relationship and trying to figure out if he's the one or maybe you're recently single and taking a step back to figure out how to best go about finding the one, I have the ebook for you. Head over to the link in my bio or in the comment section from wherever you're listening to find my latest ebook, How to Know if He's the One. In this ebook, I share the worst of my relational mistakes and how Jesus finally showed me there was a better way. Gradually, he began to mend my heart, and I know he will do the same for you too. I think there's something so powerful about sharing like those personal examples because it really helps people like self reflect and relate. Um, and I definitely feel that with like the whole, you know, having your husband pray. Um, yeah. because I've been encouraging my husband to start praying. Um, I can't imagine him like. I can't imagine getting to that next level of like him spiritually going to war for me, but I know I'm helping build him up in that. Um, but I know.
0: I don't think I built my husband. I just was like, no, it needs to get done. And it's like, you're doing it now. Like there was no, I didn't give him a choice. You know, I was, I was going to go. And I think I just kind of like pulled him with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and he just puts up with me. He puts up with all my crazy.
1: <laughs> uh, no, that's so good because, okay. So the last time that I needed self-deliverance, like I was going through it. I was going through it for like a couple of weeks, just like dark, depressed, bad thoughts, like stuff I didn't want. And I knew, and this is when I first started having these conversations on the podcast about deliverance. And I'm like, help a sister out. Cause like, I think there's something going on. And and so I, I remember I waited one night Until he left on an appointment and I pulled up a a Vlad Savchuk deliverance video. And I just like screamed and cried and prayed and was on my knees and felt nauseous and sick and just kept praying. And he came
2: home and he's like, hey, honey, like, how was your day? And I'm like, you know, (laughs) really want to know. Do you want to know what (laughs) happened?
0: No, I don't. I don't. mm, Yeah, no, I definitely I. I tell my husband all the time, like you, you put up with so much crazy, What you know, Yeah. one man, four women, it's going to just get worse from here for him. But oh, yes. um, <laughs> I'm going to jump back and finish this list really quick. And then,
1: yep. So we're um, going through the list of, of ways, portals that can open yourselves up to yeah. things. To
0: so um, after soul ties, we have sinful acts or habits that are persistent that you can't shake a lot of men suffer with pornography. Not that women don't, but I think that's more um, what you hear from men. Um, sexual acts that you know are against what God describes. Masturbation, gluttony, um, daydreaming, fantasizing, um, fantasizing being married to other people, mm. um, drugs and sorcery. And that, again, drugs, alcohol, that all ties together. Um, there's spirits associated with with each of those. Um, laying hands on people. Okay, this one for me didn't know about it, but I experienced it in church and didn't realize what it was until after I was down at the altar praying, bowed, um, again on my knees, and a person came around and laid hands on me, and I was like, okay, this is somebody in the church, totally fine, praying for me, and I was having like a Holy Spirit, you know there's a difference everybody's feeling of it is different um i was you know just warm and reflecting kind of you know teary goosebumps so i know that's you know the presence of god and as soon as this person started praying for me that vanished i got angry um so a lot of the times you can be cursed by someone putting their hands on you and i think even witches believe that and that's why like they'll wear the head coverings i don't know a lot about it i've never been in that but um they'll wear head coverings to protect people who are like praying to not like affect their own dialogue. So like if you see um, people, uh, oh my gosh, psychics and stuff with that on their head, it's so that they can communicate with demons, but like my prayers won't affect them. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I follow a
1: girl on TikTok who talks a lot about witches in the church and like seeing them, like she'll like see them and know. And, and it definitely has me like, you know, alert, but
0: I've never personally experienced
1: that, but I'm sure, I'm sure that's legit.
0: And entertainment. That's a big one. Movies, music, your phone. That's such a big distraction now. Like, um, I just watched a thing and the quote would be, um, the devil doesn't have to have you in, you know, all types of sins and pornography when he's got you addicted to scrolling through Instagram. Like you, he's already got you. You don't want to read your Bible. You'd rather scroll. Devil's got you. So that one right there. I mean, that's as a mom, my free time is I'm going to look and see, okay, we got five, five minutes, you know? Yeah. So that's even for my, myself is I love my five minutes of I'm in the bathroom, you know, and I could use that five minutes to be reading a Bible. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like that mental checkout. It's the same as like, taking a hit of marijuana, but like not, but it's like yep. whatever your form of checkout and numb and cope is yep. without going to Jesus.
0: Yep. Absolutely. That's worded perfectly. And then my biggest note at the end of this, um, is stop opening doors that God is locking. If God, if you've prayed, God shut this door and he shut it, don't go back and try to open it. You know, like you're just asking for for trouble. So that's a big one. Even just a, a crack in the door sometimes is enough, you know? Yeah.
1: My husband and I talk a lot about that. Like, like where you draw the line. It's like our, our pastor gave an illustration at church. He's like, some of you, and he put the line in the middle of the stage. He's like, some of you like stand right up next to the line, almost tipping over. If a, if a gush of wind came, you'd fall right over it. He's like, no, you need to draw another line yep. to stay over to make sure even if you cross this one you're still not crossing you know the line okay. um so yeah like my husband something he struggled with before too was definitely pornography um and so it's like he doesn't even follow girls on instagram he'll ask yep. me permission to even follow my yep. yep. like drawing a line on top of the line
0: yeah so my husband we had uh again Same thing with him. He'd probably be like, don't share personal stuff. But um, same thing with him. It was that. And then instead of, I would go, well, why are you following this person? You know, or it's a truck page. Well, it's definitely not a truck page because the last 20 pictures have been nothing but women. And so he goes, you know what? Instead of even having this conversation, social media is gone. And I'm like, I didn't ask you to do that. Like, that's not the extreme I wanted you to, to take. But he, I guess felt that it was what he needed to do and to just totally be done with that. So.
1: Wow. And they know, they know too. Cause I give my husband a hard time cause he's all or nothing. Like he's very extreme like that too. He'll just delete everything, all the apps off of his phone. And I'm like, you run a business. Like you still gotta be on there, you know? Oh. So that was your list of all the ways we open portals. Um, so now the process of, uh, I'm sure a lot of people are self-reflecting and being like, okay, I struggle with X, Y, or Z from that list. So what's the next step then? Now, you know, you need deliverance. You're able to admit that. So now what do you
0: do after that? So, um, I would say the next thing is if you want deliverance, right? The biggest step to that is being a believer Mm -hmm. and again, wanting it for yourself, yeah. Um, because not that you can't be a believer, but in order to know that you're not going to get any spirits trying to bring back seven more, right. Yep. You need to want the Holy Spirit to fill those voids. Um, and so being a bigger is a big component in
2: yeah.
0: staying, you know, spiritually woke, right. I yep. don't use those. Words. Um,
1: no, that's important. That's, and I think that's why almost every single church service ends with the believer's prayer to welcome the Holy Spirit into your heart, because we can't do any of it without that first step.
0: Yeah. Well, so I um, went to a church service once and there's a song, Holy Spirit, you are welcomed here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. And I love that song. And I remember a woman going, why do you need to invite the Holy Spirit? He's always here. He's always with you. Well, if you were to go to a party, because you know you're welcome, right? But nobody says hi. You really didn't get an invitation, you just showed up. Would you like I would feel uncomfortable. I'd be in the back, like, I, I know I can be here, but like, uh, I don't you know, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. So to me it's like with the Holy Spirit, ask him in. Ask him in your house daily. Like, don't just oh, the Holy Spirit's with me. No, invite him. He wants you to ask him. Yeah. I've been doing that now for a while where I start my morning with my kids we pray over breakfast and I ask the holy spirit to be with us for the day and then at the end of the day before I go to bed I thank god for allowing his holy spirit to be with us so I think that's a huge huge component to having a spiritually sound house right and and family I love that
1: So what's next after that
0: step Um so then after um you know you I'm a believer right would be to renounce and deny what you no longer want. Um, and that would be, you have to break legal rights, right? Um, and that's all the stuff that we went over that they have open doors to. That's a legal right, generational curses, stuff like that. Um, and a lot of people believe they've sold their soul, right? You You can't do that. God owns your soul. Like that was bought in blood the de- that's a lie the devil tells you to say, Oh, I've got your soul, you can't have it. No. God God bought that. It's yours. Yeah. So you just have to take you just have to take authority over it and in
2: Jesus' name. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's good. um and the biggest thing is unforgiveness. So a lot of people, um if you're wanting to go through um deliverance, you need to go through and you're gonna say like I I'm so mad at my dad or my mom, they abuse me or they, the biggest step is forgiveness. If you can't forgive them, the demons have legal rights to stay, right? Unforgiveness is the biggest thing because who wants to look at someone and go, you hurt me so badly, but I'm going to forgive you. Like that's a big yeah, that's a thing to do. Yeah. You know? I never
1: struggled with forgiveness until I got married and got in-laws and I love them dearly, but like now, and I grew up with abusive parents, drug addict parents. And I still, I was so merciful and forgiving. And now it's like, I'm struggling with it all over again.
0: <laughs> no. And it's the same thing with me. My parents, I never had like a bad um, childhood or anything, but you know, I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, that isn't normal. But to you in the time frame, you're like, no, that's my parents. That's normal. Yeah, You know, so you have so much more leniency with that, but you have to take that same leniency because it's unconditional love and apply it to everyone. Right. Yes. yes. Um. So then after you say that, you know, you forgive everyone, you've renounced what you don't want. Um, If you're having any issues, you have to confront the demon. So this isn't something where you can just be like, please leave me. I don't want you here anymore. Yeah. Like there's going to be some that go when you ask, but then there's some that you're going to have to go. No, you are not welcome here. This is not your home out now, you know, and you have to be prepared for the manifesting. And if, you know, you're having a lot of manifesting, um, blood of Jesus, Bible, worship music, um, you know, you just have to surround yourself with the spirit of God.
1: And essentially deliverance. It's like, okay, so how do I say something I've, I've come to learn too, is A lot of times it's not just in one moment that you're delivered. Sometimes it's like the process of sanctification. And just as you pull closer to God, his light just begins to flood and his Holy Spirit is filling you. And everything that isn't of him, the darkness just gets pushed out. And sometimes that's over time as well.
0: Yeah, so... Um, again, I've heard of the heart referred to, or your soul referred to as a house. And it would be like the basement starting to flood, you know, and it just slowly pushes everything Mm. up and out and it's going to take time. It's not going to happen all at once. And I think to me, for me personally, I'll do multiple self-deliverances. If I feel in the next six months that I have something, I'll do it again. You know, I want to make sure it's a continual, you don't just take communion once you take communion sometimes every week at church, you know? So I think the same thing goes for just keeping your palate, your soul clean, right?
1: Yeah. Just like regular maintenance.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. that's change
0: the oil.
1: Yeah. Are there any um, like preachers or teachers? I know I brought up Vlad Savchuk. Is there anybody else that you follow or read that you would recommend to people?
0: Um, So I am a big fan of Isaiah Saldivar and um, Mike Signorelli. Okay. He actually has a group called the breakers and that's basically he was teaching people um how to do deliverance and not being afraid to to do it you know it's, yeah.
1: they're like a trio i'm pretty sure they work together those three
0: it, yeah there's like four or five of them and they call themselves the demon slayers they're, <laughs> they're pretty they're way advanced that's i'll i'll get there someday um John Ramirez is another one. He actually um, came out of witchcraft and he has a crazy um, yeah. testimony about, you know, being rescued um, from a dream and everything uh, yeah. by the hand of God and the cross, you know, and yeah. um, that story you is know. crazy. Yeah. No, that one, I read the book, I had it and I was going, Oh my goodness. And he actually, in one of his other books has a huge list of, he breaks down every single Demon by by name, basically. Oh. Whether um, pornography, um, I mean, there's. I can't even begin to tell you. He has it sectioned out, and it's so good for self deliverance because you can go down that list and go, okay, I I have an issue with this one. I have an issue with this. I have an issue with that. And then you pray this whole self deliverance prayer, and that was a big tool for me um, because again, there's so many things that you can't even think about in yeah. the moment, and that lists it lists it out for you.
1: Wow. And you know, it's in scripture too, that there's, there's principalities, like there's, yeah. there's levels to this thing. Yep.
2: Um, and
1: yeah, there's different names and categories. So that sounds, that sounds really helpful. No, your kids are going to want you to get back to them. So are you prepared now to lead us in this deliverance prayer?
0: Okay. Um, so with that, I will do um, I'm going to do one that's general and then I'll try to do one that's slow and you guys can go back and do like a self-deliverance with it as well. And then before I go, there's also, uh, when you asked about other creatures and stuff, that whole group has a movie coming out, um, in a couple of weeks from now and, like March 13th, I believe called come out in Jesus name. And it's specifically for deliverance and, and the revival of Jesus. So it's supposed to be pretty crazy, but yeah.
1: Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Come out in Jesus name. I wonder where we
2: can find.
0: I think if you Google it um, and I think some of their websites, like their own personal websites have like pre-ordered tickets on them. So um, anyways. We'll get into this prayer. So, Lord, I just ask right now that your power and anointing flow over and into everyone right now, wherever they are, Lord. By your name, Lord, I take authority over every demonic, unclean spirit. I bind and rebuke every demon, all unauthorized spirits. We come against you in Jesus' name, and we command you to let them go right now. Um, again, if you come into agreement with this it's it's strengthening what god um, what God's word says, so Lord, they are not they are not welcome demons, they are not your home. You must let them come out now and go into the abyss. No passing on of assignments. I bind every sexual spirit, spirit of anger, witchcraft, spirit of abuse, confusion. we close every door in Jesus' name. Um, if you're manifesting right now, you might be experiencing coughing, um, crying. St- you might even vomit, and that's totally normal. Don't feel bad about it. Satan, your power has been defeated by the, by the blood of Jesus, by the finished work of the cross. You are bound in Jesus' name, and you must leave now. Go in Jesus' name. You have no authority, no legal right. The Lord himself rebukes you and we command you now to come off these people in Jesus' name. Lord, I ask that you bless and anoint everyone listening. Holy Spirit, fill all the voids. Fire of the Holy Spirit, Lord, have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And then, um, again, this is more of a self-deliverance prayer, so if you want to write it down, again, I'll try to go over it slowly. Um, and again, if you're having any holding on. You just have to be assertive and know that there's boldness in Christ and that it's done. Just know that it's done. I wrote down a verse for that,
1: just real quick to share. Um, Exodus, Exodus 14, 13, and Moses said to the people, fear not, stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again.
0: That's wonderful. That's awesome. Okay, so um, I'll I'll go slow. And if you want to write it down or anything, hopefully you'll be able to to get it. So this you can do in your prayer closet wherever you feel safe. Um, Lord, I come before you today asking for complete and total deliverance. I know this is part of the finished work of the cross. I receive my inheritance, Satan. You have no power over me, and I am not your home. You must leave me today. I bind and cast out every unclean spirit living inside of me, known or unknown. I command you to leave in the name of Jesus Christ. You must go into the abyss and never return. I break every generational curse, word curse, and legal right that remains. I cancel every contract, assignment, and plan of Satan by the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus.
2: Amen. That's good. Yeah. So then people can just, you know,
1: have this, it's like a tool in their toolkit, um, as an as
0: many Times, Yep. Say it as many times as you feel you need it every six months when you do commute, whatever, you know, yeah. I, I've prayed that. And again, um, it's it's routine maintenance. I don't feel like Christians should feel shame for admitting I have this problem. You're not weak, you're human and you know, there's flesh.
2: It's it's normal. Yeah. And I think a lot of people try
0: to make it seem like you're crazy or you're weird or oh, that doesn't happen today, you know. That's what that, those are all lies that the devil wants you to believe because he doesn't want you to get better. He doesn't want you to find God. I'm
1: going to take a quick second here to tell you about Raised and Redeemed merch. I somehow end up in my bright pink Raised and Redeemed crew neck nearly every day because it's so comfy and I love to tell the world that I have been raised and redeemed in Jesus' name and wearing something that says that is a great conversation starter. Not only do we have crewnecks, but we also have t-shirts, hoodies, cropped hoodies, mugs, stickers, socks, and more. You can either follow the link titled Raised and Redeemed merch in the comment section of wherever you're listening, click the link in any of my social media bios, or go to Raised and Redeemed, and that's spelled out, raised, A-N-D, redeemed, dot creator, slash, spring, dot com, to order yours and support the show today. Thank you so much um, for just being on and, and sharing this wisdom with us today. Was there anything else that you wanted to add
0: before you go? So, one more thing would be um, strongholds. Okay. So, these are going to be ones that you, again, stronghold, you, you are having a really hard time with um, breaking something. Um, so the best way to break that would be again, spending time with the Holy Spirit.
2: Um,
0: again, inviting him in, surrounding yourself with God and God's word. Um, you know, it's fought with scripture a lot of the times. So, you know, there's, there's tons of, um, the boy having demons and the demons being cast into the pig, stuff like that. If you're saying scripture, it's going to strengthen what you're asking for. Because God said to a woman wanting her daughter set free, she's free because of of your belief, right? Of your persistence. So that's a, that's a big one.
2: Yeah. Um, scripture is our sword. Yep. Do
0: mm-hmm. um, best to God, um, your sin. And, um, you know, that, that, even goes like for me, I'll tell my husband, okay, I had a, I had a bad day today. I went on Facebook and, and looked at, uh, an X or, you mm-hmm. know, something like that where you sin. And now I'm not just saying God, I sin, but I I'm admitting it to my husband. Right. Um, because forgiveness, um, is needed. Right. And pride hinders us from, from saying I have this problem. Right.
1: I wrote down um, a verse for that, uh, James five sixteen. therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be
2: healed. Yep. Yeah. Because um, it brings the healing, confessing it.
0: Yep. And, and if you don't confess it, right, you're never shining the light there. And so now the devil can build there. Um, and then fasting. Um, and I'm not just talking like a meal, like if you can do a whole day or a few days, right. Um, that's key because you're, you're weakening, um, not your body, but the demons, right? Like it's, you're, you're breaking away from that. So fasting is a key. the flesh.
2: Mm-hmm. I would
1: practice I that the whole month of January fasting, like not eating anything on Tuesdays, because that's the month I think I was really going through it. This is when I was doing all the self deliverance and having a lot of these conversations about deliverance, um and I was fasting every every Tuesday and and I was seeing God show up like because you know you kind of dread your fast day a little bit and it's like okay. I had to sh- like shift my perspective of like no be expectant on those fast yes. days that you're going to see the Lord show
0: up. Yep. And um like so when I was pregnant with my twins um during I believe it was 24 weeks because at 26 weeks they do an in-depth anatomy scan. And they kind of made mention that one of my girls had um, a heart defect that they weren't sure about, that it basically looked like blood was pooling in the heart. And I remember walking out of that just, I mean, I could cry about it now, like just being so scared, not just for like my baby having any health issues, but needing like surgery right away, but also the toll it would take on my other two, right, who are healthy. Because my brother's sick, right? So it's not just, it doesn't just affect the one child. It affects the whole family. And I, I mean, I was bawling. I was so upset. And my husband, because I was pregnant with twins, I'm like, I can't fast. And he fasted for four days. And when we went back, um, sorry, there was no issues. And I know that that's because my husband got on his knees and fasted and filled that void and asked for God and i'm so grateful not just for my husband husband being so um eager and willing to do that but for god for answering that cuz again i just was a mess hallelujah oh my god yeah. that was like total god moment um yeah well, thank you for sharing that wow <laughs> Um, but yeah, so those, those things, if you're trying to break strongholds, those are some of the key things that you can do. Um, so hopefully that helps and that, you know, sets someone free today.
1: That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, I'd love to have you leave a review, share it with a friend and even connect with me on other platforms. It's at Michaela Nikolenko on Instagram and TikTok. And we also have an at Raised and Redeemed Instagram account too. I look forward to connecting with you there. Until next time, stay well and God bless you.